0: This is an ABC podcast. Hello, this is Coronacast, a daily podcast all about the coronavirus. I'm health reporter Tegan Taylor.
1: And I'm physician and journalist Dr Norman Swan. My goodness, it's Monday the 22nd of November 2021. Where did 2021 go to?
0: I thought you were expressing your shock at your name, not the date.
1: No, it's the date. Jeez. Anyway, let's get on with it.
0: (laughs) Well, about a year ago,
1: Dr. Norman Swan... You mean when it was 2020?
0: Correct. We had the Australian government announce that Australia was in line to get four different types of vaccines. Two of them we've got. One of them sadly didn't make it past the clinical trial phase. That's a homegrown one from the University of Queensland. And one of them, called Novavax, is sort of still kind of like on its way, but it's not really here yet. And we do get questions from people from time to time saying, where's Novavax? Or they, they might be talking to someone in their life who's waiting for Novavax. So... Where is Novavax? Have we sent our order to the kitchen and they've lost the docket, or what's going on with that? And is it worth waiting for? Yeah,
1: and probably it's worth quoting Therese's question. So, Therese's question is as one of the people who are not anti vax, rather anti the vax choice, when are we getting Novavax? We're here like sitting ducks as you open up and let it rip. We did all as you said, kept it down, and then you go and say it's a free for all. And you hear that a bit. Now, the first thing I'll say is, while you hear that a bit anecdotally, that people are waiting for Novavax, there can not be very many people since that very soon, at least in the um, you know New South Wales, Victoria, ACT, Tasmania, even South Australia, we're going to be at 90, 95%, 12 plus. So there can't be that many people. Well,
0: 90% of people 12 plus have already gotten their first dose of vaccination. Like these people are in the very small minority at this stage.
1: Yeah, it's not a long queue for Novavax. So What is Novavax? Novavax is what they call a protein-based vaccine. So instead of sending a genetic message into the cell, which is what Astra and Pfizer and Moderna do, Novavax actually injects various parts of the spike protein into the body, attached to what's called an adjuvant, and an adjuvant is there to stimulate the immune system, now, the Novavax trials showed it got a very good response and very high levels of protection up there with uh, Pfizer and Moderna. The problem with Novavax has been the manufacturing.
0: What kind of problems? Are, is, it, is it going wrong or is it just taking longer than expected?
1: I think scale-up is the problem. They were a relatively small biotech company And I think that they've been caught a bit unawares with this scale-up. And it's, it's all very well to have a great vaccine, but you've got to be able to produce it in large amounts and do it reliably. They've got an arrangement with the Serum Institute of India, and they're very good at manufacturing vaccines. And I think they're getting it all together, but it's a big part of the delay of Novavax. And I think they also had trouble supplying the trials, so the trials were a bit late as well. I think one of the reasons why people are waiting for Novavax is that they don't like the idea of the genetic message idea, going into the cell and sending a genetic message out. out, They think that that's going to interfere with maybe the genes in their cell, and there's no evidence of that at all, and that Novavax is therefore going to be safer because it's a more traditional form of vaccine, which is partly true. There are other protein-based vaccines out there on the market using genetic engineering to produce the proteins. The thing I'll say about Novavax is the trials, like all the other trials for the other vaccines, show safety and effectiveness, and very high levels of both, as did the other trials. Now, if you're hanging on for Novavax because you think, well, it's not going to have the problems of Pfizer with myocarditis or Moderna or Astra with the blood clotting, so that the blood clotting danger is about one in a million in terms of death. Myocarditis problem with young men is maybe one in 50,000. The reality is, We don't know that from Novavax yet. It's quite likely to be safe, quite likely to be very, very safe. But if it's got a very rare side effect, we probably will only find that out after it goes on the market. So hanging in there could be a big disappointment for you. It won't be a dangerous vaccine, but something may pop up that you haven't heard of before. So it's really not worth waiting for. Novavax will be used in Australia as another booster shot almost certainly.
0: Okay, so we've got 90% of people 12 plus already had at least one dose of the vaccines that we've already got. What is the place of Novavax in a place that's so highly vaccinated like Australia?
1: Well, one is a booster shot. The other is we could actually donate our Novavax to developing countries because it doesn't need to be frozen. It just needs standard refrigeration like the Astra vaccine. So that's really good. So we could actually just shift it offshore and give it to our near neighbours the other is that they are producing, Novavax is producing a combined COVID-19 influenza vaccine, which comes together in the same injection. And interestingly, they've just released a study where they've given Novavax with a standard flu vaccine. So you get your flu vaccine, the flu shot, and they have given Novavax at the same time. And they found that that is not a problem, it's safe and effective. That's A bit self-serving because that supports the idea that you could give Novavax associated with flu vaccine.
0: Oh, because they've done the study, right. Yeah,
1: but it also suggests that probably giving flu more closely with your COVID-19 vaccine is not a problem, but it's hard to generalise.
0: We don't know yet whether we'll need to have annual COVID vaccine boosters the way we have an annual flu shot. But the idea is if you were due for a COVID booster, then you could get a combined one like this.
1: Well, that's right. Next year, let's say the boosters only last a year, then you might be able to get in 2023, you might be able to get a Novavax influenza vaccine if that's um, produced and proven.
0: Well, talking of boosters, we've had some questions about that as well. Sarah Jane's written in saying that she had her second AstraZeneca shot on the 30th of August and she's asking two things. One, is it best to have AstraZeneca again as her third shot and can she have it at the four-month mark as suggested by recent findings as reported on Coronacast? And then she says, thank you for providing current information in a transparent, friendly manner. Thanks, Sarah Jane
1: atagi says that you can have astra as your third shot but they would prefer you to have pfizer and presumably when Moderna is approved they'll add moderna to that and the reason for that is that astra benefits better from a mixed dose so you're better following astra up with pfizer or moderna when that comes on the market now the four-month mark is an interesting point because the British data suggests that you, particularly older people, are losing their Astra protection at around about the four-month mark, as opposed to Pfizer, which is around the five- or six-month mark. Now, ATAGI have not differentiated with that, the technical advisory group. They've used the Israeli data and said six months. But whether or not they're going to change that to four months, because most people who've received Astra in Australia are older and therefore have more fragile immune systems. And there probably is an argument for the four-month mark. But at the moment... The recommendation from Otage is six months, so you might be hard-pressed to find somebody who would give it to you earlier than that.
0: Am I right in thinking, though, that the real danger zone – I mean, no one wants to get COVID at any time of year, but winter does seem to be the time when it has scaled up at least over the two winters that we've had here in Australia since the start of the pandemic. By the time winter rolls around next year, we'll be past that six-month mark, as long as people have had their boosters by then. That's the really danger time, isn't it?
1: That's Right. So we'll, we'll hit, so August, September, October, November, December, January, so it's January or February that you would be due, uh, Sarah Jane, and that's still in summer, and that's at the point where most of Australia is going to be 95%, 12 plus, and an increasing number of 5 to 11 year olds are going to be immunized. So it's a pretty good place to be with not a lot of vulnerability. The one thing you might be a bit nervous about is if you're jumping on a plane and flying to Austria or one of the countries in Europe, which has high levels of COVID-19 around. In that situation, you might be better trying to talk your GP into a four-month dose, but the GP might be your GP might be nervous about doing that because it's not recommended at this stage.
0: So speaking of having had two winters now in this pandemic, it's time for us to have a difficult conversation, beautiful audience. We're We're figuring out whether Australia still needs a daily podcast all about the coronavirus, and you've been asking us questions over the past 400-and-something episodes, so it's time for us to ask you some questions, and that's what should Coronacast look like next year?
1: Should there be a Coronacast next year? If so, how often? Those are the sorts of questions we want you to answer. Don't panic. We haven't made any decisions yet. We'd like to hear what you think. So if you go to our website, there's a survey there, and we encourage you all, in your many hundreds of thousands, if not millions, to answer
0: it. (laughs) It's the usual place, abc.net.au slash coronacast.
1: Now, this isn't to be put into your normal question and answer session. This is, uh, in the front page, it says listener survey. In the main page, it says tell us what you think. That's where you go. Fill in the survey. It'll be up there for a week. It's really important that we hear what your opinions are of coronacast and what we might be doing next year. So abc.net.au slash coronacast. Tell us what you think. We'll see you tomorrow. See you then.